Ho, ho, ho! This is the Manlyhood Mancast. We are glad to have you guys here. Listen, this week's episode is a dad's guide to Christmas, which we're going to dig into in just a minute, right after this. In a culture that scoffs at honor, you can rise up to lead and to shine. It's time to be the best man that you can be. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Guys, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. Listen, if you haven't already, I want you to go to manlyhood.com and click on the Getting Started button. Uh, there's a great place where you can download a free ebook. You can get connected with us. You can join our private Facebook group and follow all of our social channels because you can find some awesome content. Guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm working ahead on 2021. And 2021 is shaping up to be one of the finest years in the history of manlyhood. You don't want to miss any of it. So I want to make sure that you are plugged into what we're doing. So go there, manlyhood.com getting started tab and just see what you can get plugged in with. I love you guys. We're going to get into uh, a dad's guide to Christmas. So guys, Christmas is a great holiday and I know that we're talking about it a lot this month, but listen, everybody's already talking about it. So why not us talk about it too? few things I really think you need to know and think about and be prepared for when it comes to Christmas. You know, our culture has this picture of what Christmas should be. There are a lot of expectations on parents to preserve the magic of the holiday, especially for little kids who still believe in Santa Claus. And I'm going to tell you right now, you know, you can save yourself a lot of heartache if you don't have kids yet and talk about, hey, maybe when we have kids, uh, we shouldn't tell them that Santa is real. <laughs> I know. How dare you say that? Look, I taught my kids Santa Claus is fun. He's a neat story. He's a neat historical figure. And the stories and the mythology that surround him are so much fun. And we can celebrate and we can play and we can pretend. But Santa Claus does not come down your chimney and bring you presents. And we got a lot of flack for doing that with our kids. But I'm going to tell you what, it was worth it. Because our kids really appreciated Christmas. They knew that it wasn't some magical elf that was buying them and making them gifts. It was their parents giving them gifts. It was their people that love them giving them gifts. I really want to encourage you to consider that. If you've already told your kids about Santa, that's fine. There's just some perils that you've got. Because you can't keep up with the richest, uh, most powerful force in the universe. <laughs> you know? You can't do that. You have no magical powers. And now you got to keep up the illusion. So good luck is all I have to say to you. <laughs> but I want you to know a few things, guys, that I would say that every dad should think about and know and really uh, take into mind when they're preparing for Christmas with their family. The first one is this. Your kids don't deserve anything. I can't tell you how many people will tell me um, after they have spent a whole bunch of money on their children, oh, my kids just deserve better. No, they don't deserve anything. They really haven't had a chance to earn anything. You don't deserve anything you haven't earned. They didn't earn Christmas gifts. They didn't earn a new bicycle. They didn't earn your love. If you give them a gift, you give them the gift because you love them. It's not because they deserve it. If you can't afford to give them a gift, that's okay. Because they don't deserve it anyway. I, 
I really think that you need to be careful with cultivating that mindset that your kids deserve nice things or nice activities or nice presents or whatever. When you cultivate that in them, you're spoiling them. It's okay to give them a gift. They should recognize that that gift was a sacrifice for you to give, not that it was something they earned or deserved. Now, if your kids work hard for something and you give it to them as a reward, that might be something they deserve. If you say, look, if you clean your room every day for the week, I'm going to take you out for ice cream. That's something they deserve. Christmas is not something they deserve. So don't build that into their mindset that, that they deserve to be spoiled one day a year. That's not healthy. And it doesn't allow them the real benefit of self-evaluation because even if they are good, they still did some things that might make them not deserve it. And then they don't understand the real true value of a gift, which is something that's giving, given without any conditions. There's something that's given without anything that you deserve or have earned. It's a gift. That's the point of Christmas. So don't get that conflated in your mind that your kids deserve anything or that your kids deserve something better. Two, this is my second thing for the Dad's Guide to Christmas. Don't spend more than you make. I know we talked about that last week and I'll talk about it again. It is worthless to rack up debt just because you want to have a special holiday. Don't spend more than you make. Just give a simple gift that you can afford. And if you can't afford anything, then you better find a way to afford something. Even if it's something small and something simple. And if you're just getting started at this parenting thing, that's great because you can set expectations low from the start. Don't make your kids expect something special. Don't make them expect a huge, extravagant uh, $200 gift every year. You don't have to do that. You do have to give them something, I think. If you're going to celebrate Christmas, gifts are a part of it. And you can give them something simple, something inexpensive, but something meaningful. But whatever you do, don't spend more than you make. Which brings me to my next part, and that is that memories are more valuable than gifts. If I look back on the best Christmases, I don't remember the gifts as much as I do remember the time that we spent together. The things that we did together, the laughter, the, the fun experiences. I remember that my brother and I would take out the Christmas paper uh, to the burn can at night and we would burn the papers in our underwear in the cold. It was a fun memory that we made jokes about every year. That's a memory that we'll never forget. Those memories are more important than the gifts. They're more valuable than the gifts. So... That might mean that what you put your most time into should be to do things that build memories more than fancy gifts made of plastic that are just going to break. The next thing, guys, is teach them to be grateful. If you want to have a good Christmas and you want to teach your kids to enjoy Christmas, you need to teach them to be grateful. If you give a gift and one of your kids smarts off about it, Dude, you send them to their room immediately. <laughs> and maybe you have a conversation before Christmas ever starts. And you model this. If someone gives you a gift, you gush over it. You gush over it. You model what it looks like to be grateful. You act like it's the best gift you've ever gotten. They will learn from you. 
But make sure that when you're giving gifts and they're receiving gifts, that you're not allowing and tolerating them to be ungrateful because the sweater is pink instead of purple. You don't let them gripe because they got socks from their great-grandmother. And you make them express their gratitude for their gifts. Make them write a thank you note to send to grandma for the gift that she sent. Make them make a phone call on Thanksgiving afternoon, or I mean Christmas afternoon, to tell her their grandmother how thankful they are for that gift. The other thing, guys, that you want to teach them is to give good gifts. Teach your children how to give good gifts. And so what you do is you, if you're going to take them to the store to go shopping for the family, you teach them, you know, this is a gift that would mean a lot to your mother. This is a gift that would mean a lot to your grandmother or your brother. And I think that in helping them understand how to give a good gift, it's going to make them more grateful for the gifts they give, and it's going to teach them how to be a good gift giver. Sometimes kids don't get it, and they'll buy something that's absolutely worthless just because they have to check the box. Or it's something they would like. Teaching them how to give good gifts will build good humans. Guys, there's so much more we could talk about on all of the things that would make Christmas better, that would help you to be a good dad to your kids through the Christmas season. I just want to encourage you guys, you can do this. Don't freak out about it. Don't put pressure on yourself. Your holiday and how you choose to celebrate it is up to you. Not up to the world. Not up to the commercials that you see on TV. You can talk to your kids about it. You can teach them to have lower expectations if their expectations are too high. And you can also teach them how to be grateful kids that are happy for what they have. You can teach them to be kids that are thoughtful about other people. But whatever you do, don't just get sucked into the commercialized, buy the newest, greatest toy that's just going to break in a week. Let's give them good gifts that help them, that teach them. We had a little principle in our house. You know, we look back at the original Christmas and the wise men had three gifts that they brought to Jesus. And those three gifts, frankincense, gold, and myrrh, they each had a place, they each had a, a, a purpose. Frankincense was a, a gift that they would have used actually uh, for worship in the temple. And gold was something valuable. And myrrh Uh, was something, it was a burial spice. It was actually something practical. So that was our model for giving gifts to kids. Giving gifts to our kids is we had three main gifts that we would give and we would set our budget before we started so we knew what we were spending. And we would give our kid uh, something that would help them to worship the help them to worship God. So in our family, we'd get them a Bible or we would get them a, a good Christian book or we would get them a veggie tale. That was always the best gift every year was to get them a veggie tale. Um, they loved that. Then we would get them something valuable, something that was valuable to them. So that was always a toy or something that they really asked for, really cared about, something that we knew they wanted that they would really love. And then the last thing was something practical. So that might be socks or clothes or new underwear or something that could help them with whatever. Then we would spend a little bit extra on our stocking stuff or gifts and maybe a few other small little things here and there. Um, If we had a little extra, we could. But those three gifts were the main priority for our Christmas spending. And honestly, in doing that, it helped them to learn and helped them to be grateful and um, 
It helped us to not go overboard or feel the pressure to go overboard. So I don't know if that idea would help you, but I knew it really helped us. Anyway, guys, I want to encourage you definitely, if you're going to spend some time with your family this Christmas, give them yourself. Give them your time. Give them your love. I love you, and I care about you, and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Hey, man. I see you. I see your fire going out. I see your marriage barely holding on. I know you're broke, wore out, and at the end of your rope. I've been there. It sucks. Sucks the spark right out of you. Till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never going to burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindsets. Get reignited today. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.